Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Hello! Hi! We are here for High on the we're, Hill. Our we're first basically together. I know, except that we're not. It really feels like you're not here. Like I do not like feel your the like weight of your presence on the couch oh. next to me. So that's unfortunate, but you're in New York living your fucking best life, which I cannot wait to hear about. Yeah. And I'm here in I'm, Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is now, but that, I'll be the back only, on the couch eventually. Yeah, that, yeah, of course, one day. Um, um, so if, if anyone is new to the show or new to listening to What the Fit, High on the Hill are episodes where former neighbor girlies would get high on the hill that we lived on, smoke weed and get high on the hill that we lived on. But now one of the girlies is in New York City. So mm, are you near any hills? Could you possibly put a cushion oh. under your butt and then it yeah, could... there is. Okay, then it's yeah. like you're on a hill. So, sure. and I'm on the third floor. Yeah. Okay. So it's so. still like the same. Yeah. And so this is our first episode recording, like not in the same room. But I know it's, and you guys aren't going to be able to see our video. No, they are. It's recording oh, okay. video. Okay. Good. This so is they're recording gonna see video. Us. Yeah, they're going to see us as soon as. Am I'm... I frozen? No. Okay. Good. In my screen, I'm frozen. Oh, I'm sorry. You're That's putting okay. your face like very close to the camera, though. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to do that. <laughs> I can't see. I can't see myself. So okay, stay know. back. <laughs> okay, everyone listening, you're gonna have to bear with us now that this podcast is going to be going to video. There is going to be a video component to the podcast. You heard it here first. What the fit exclusive? I am doing video for guests that are gonna come to my house but I just need some time I need to raise some yeah. funds but I have a plan and I know how we're gonna do it and I'm gonna have the help of like a guardian angel girly who is just like the sweetest most angelic human um, and I think very talented and she's gonna help me out so more to come there that is so exciting. Yeah. So this is our first virtual recording. So like, this is going to be hard because I feel like I'm going to want to look at myself or like, you know, well, it's does it look better to I look at the camera or look I at you? I can't even see myself. So I'm just going to look at you. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, okay. So we have a lot to talk about. First, we should say, what weed are you smoking? What's the New York weed like? What's happening in oh, New York? Oh, oh, oh. 
my god this is literally you can't even imagine what it's like now so in new york you can just go to the corner store and buy weed how you just buy, like you just say like can i get an eighth and they'll give you weed and you, you can put it on your credit card that's insane it's wild out here i don't even like it's crazy for me because when i left weed was not even legal that is crazy. Oh my god! So it's it's wild. It's like the wild, wild west. You just go in, get what you, you just yeah. Ask your questions. You don't need a, a like license or card or anything. No, it's just full on legal in the state of New York. Yeah. Did I did I miss that? No, but I think it's just the fact that you can now buy it at. It doesn't even need to be a weed store. Oh, like I, like you like you would go to buy like a vape at a New York market, and now they have a vape and they have a weed. Yeah, product. you can buy. Yeah, you can buy like your drinks in the cooler, your snacks, and you can also get weed. That's amazing. Okay, so what are you smoking? You should know exactly what it is. Well, funny story. This weed is actually organic, non-GMO, grown. <gasps> homegrown weed. Oh, my God. From Hudson, New York. Moves to New York and smokes organic, non-GMO, fucking grown on a Brooklyn patio backyard. Hudson, New York, three hours away, upstate in a beautiful, organic town. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Okay, so so what's the story? How did you get that hookup? What's the story there? So my friend that I'm living with right now yeah. uh, went to Hudson for a bachelorette. So they all uh-huh. like the one of the people that live up there. She got it from. So she Amazing. brought back a bunch of it. So yeah, that's what I'm. So tell the listeners like what your situation is right now, so they can like fully picture your life, like your li- oh, your so they temporary. Can, yeah, they can help me manifest my new living situation. Um, but my friend, one of my besties, Annie, it was so nice to let me stay with her while I look for a place. Um, she just bought this apartment, which is amazing. And she has a garage spot for my car and she doesn't have a car. So that was just luxury in New York. It feels so luxury. And it's like a gate with like a little press thing. I'm like, I feel so bitchy. Yeah, and um, the the apartment's so cute. I saw I saw the pictures. It's yes, so cute. it's so cute. I'm so proud of her. So <clears throat> I'm trying to get out of her hair soon. You know, like I'm, yeah, I know. We were recording this. You've been there like two almost, three weeks. Yeah, so I got here like on the first, basically. Oh yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and today's the twenty second. So yeah, yeah. Um. I have found a couple credible leads, but yesterday... Where are you looking? Where are you looking for people who know New York? um, Well, so I'm looking only in Brooklyn, but specifically Bushwick and Ridgewood, which are right next to each other. Mm -hmm. Bushwick is is Brooklyn and Ridgewood is technically Queens, but it's still... Right there. And I love yeah. Queens. I love all, I go to like I, all my services in Queens. Like 
eyelashes, brows, all of them. So yeah, yeah. Queens is really fun. I got a hat when I was in New Orleans at the Voodoo Music Festival. This was like back in 2015 or something. Because it ended up being like freezing cold in New Orleans during Halloween and it okay. shouldn't have been. And so we needed to buy warmer clothing. Okay. And so I got this hat that said queen it's like a beanie and it and it was like embroidered in like rhinestones i'm at a fucking music festival here but they were cute it wasn't like weird no, rhinestones it was I'm... it was cute and it said across the top queens get the money <laughs> and it was just like such a funny thing but then i wore it when i was in new york and all of these queens girls the entire time i was in new york they'd be like where did you get that fucking hat like we need a hat i'm like so literally true. i got it from a dollar store in new orleans <laughs> that's so true because yeah it's like a battle of the boroughs always so they're like yeah yeah queens gets the money that's yeah the yeah yeah Cute. I know, I know. It's really funny. Um, so but, yeah, that's where I'm looking, and ideally, I just would like one roommate because a lot of the situ like I could go easily go live and have like three, four roommates because there's so many apartments in Brooklyn that they build for like, you know. Yeah, but that is not the vibe. Can't do of it our, of, of our age. It is not. I just can't do it. So I could live with one other person. Yeah, and for that's like, reasonable. For like a year. And then hopefully after a year, I can get my first one bedroom in New York, which will feel like owning a home. <laughs> yeah, truly. Just to truly. be able to rent a one bedroom on your own is like such a... So grown up. It's such like yeah. a paper feat because you have to like prove your whole life to the them just to rent. So yeah. But yeah. Well, that's so you're you're coming so you'll be making moves soon is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you guys will hopefully by next episode I'll have like a whole new life again. A whole new life. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so you are okay, going going back to that after long tangent, you're smoking some homemade Yes. Just, we're just calling and it homemade weed. For sure. And I am I took a gummy Mm-hmm. And I forgot to bring the wrapper up here, so I don't know the kind. But I'm pretty sure that yeah. these are like the 15 minute release ones. They're like quick acting. Wow. Yeah. And like they're Xanax. pretty strong. Yeah. But they're pretty. I took 10 milligrams and. <clears throat> They're pretty strong, but I also haven't been smoking a lot, so I could be just like a total lightweight. So when we got on to record, I was like, I'm not sure if these gummies are hitting me yet because I was just like getting ready. And yeah, obviously we look like so cute right now because I am going out after this on a Monday night. Look at me. I'm like such a socialite these days. Well, but I'm going out. My friend is visiting from Cleveland and Charlie is away. And so we are like we'll going out on the town. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I look cute. And I knew that we were Do recording. Do you know where this, you're so going like to go? Yeah, we're going to go. So she has like not been to any of the spots because she's from Cleveland and she has two kids and it's just been a minute since she's been down here. But she used to live in Cincinnati. So she oh. loves it. So I'm going to take her to 
Somerset. And then, yeah, I think that's a fun one to show people who are out from out of town. Yeah. And um, then I think we're going to go to Kruger's for dinner. Then you have, did you see the new Kruger's before you left? No, I, I don't even know what Kruger's is. So Kruger's was a fan favorite. It was next to Bakersfield in Over the Rhine okay. before COVID. And then COVID happened and they had to kind of suspend operations and Bakersfield moved into the spot because for whatever reason, people were really into Bakersfield at the time. I personally think Kruger's is better than Bakersfield, but that's just me. Are they so? No, it's not Mexican. It's like um, burgers and just kind of like easy, like American food, but done really well. Like they have a martini service where they bring a cart to your table and so you can make your own martini. It's a very, this is why I like it. So they moved into a space on Vine. It used to be for the old OGs of OTR. It used to be where Panino was, which is like a Italian sandwich shop. And <laughs> they did a really good job with the interior. And so it feels like a very luxe restaurant, in my opinion, the ambiance is cute. It's like dark, heavy greens. They have mm-hmm. space outside to sit. It's just like very romantic. But then the food is just easy. Yeah. You know, so you know, sometimes like you you want like a fun, this is not a good analogy, but like a fun Jeff Ruby's environment. But also mm-hmm. I'm I'm good with a burger and yeah. some fries and maybe like some vegetables and dip and like fried mozzarella. Sticks. And it not be like one million dollars. Exactly. So that's nice. Yeah. Kruger. Anyway, so we're going to go there. The new one. Yeah. Okay. It's been open for a couple of weeks now. I thought maybe you, m- well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I'm fucking high. I haven't been smoking a lot at all. And oh, I really, I overshot my tolerance window, but that's okay. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm, I've been dealing with a lot of my like newest thing. Do you do this, Haley? Do you have like things that you're like, s- like super focused on about yourself for a period of time, and then you kind of like have to like work to like solve that, or it's like just like a piece that's like always ruminating. Do you have that? Um. Yes and no. I feel like maybe like <clears throat> like to do with my health. That will, like, things will come up like that for sure. And you can't, like, ignore them. And if you do, then, you know, it still ruminates. But, yeah, um, definitely, yeah, like, as we get older, I feel like we have to, like, fixate on ourselves because, I mean, if we don't, who's going to? Right, right, right. And so for sure. Yeah. And so uh, uh, the newest thing that I'm kind of working through and fixating on is now that I have, so we're into May, almost June of the year. So almost the half first half of the year where I'm not drinking, I'm not drinking caffeine. I'm like working with Evie, right? Which I'm going to have a whole episode about all of that. But um, it's just been like a year of, of, of really focused on me, which is what I wanted it to be. That was the intention, right? Mm -hmm. But now, and this probably has something to do with 
summer coming and it's like so beautiful outside and like people are energized and I'm just getting this feeling of now that I'm talking about it, it probably means I'm like burnt out on it of that. I need to like, I want to do something bad. Oh, like that's the feeling. Cause I'm like, I've been so fucking good. I've been like walking this straight line and like, I'm, I'm like doing it's the thing that supposed you feel to be. like that. Like, thank God. It, yeah. It's good right. you feel like that. Trust me. Because I'm just like, when is this bitch going to snap? I'm not snapping, well, per se. I'm not saying you are, but I'm just having the mentality of like, if you don't feel like that, you will snap. You think? Is that, okay, is that because every person will or because at my core, I've always said I'm like a 25% degenerate. And so like, if I don't allow the degenerate part of myself to be present, yeah, like she is going to wreak havoc. <laughs> and you, and you obviously know on a personal level more so too, right. What yeah. I'm talking about of kind of like being like, yeah, Hey, I'm like being Wanna good. Do some, yeah. And. Oh yeah. Well, thank, I'm just glad to hear it. So I'm trying to work through not doing that. a couple of things. Yeah. Well, just like first, like where's the need to begin with that I have to like be perfect at everything I'm doing? Or why do I think that a successful life looks like following a protocol perfectly? You know, like yeah. why do I think that to begin with is something I have to work out and figure out. Yeah. And um and potentially then, like depogramize yourself because you're right. programmed in that way. Like you think that. Right. And yeah, totally. So Yes, totally. So where does that programming come from? And then I think the other piece too is like how do I figure out what like a like balance means to me, you know, because it's not going to look the same to everyone. Like do in terms of like drinking and you know, how do I like incorporate it in, into my life where I'm like allowing myself to have fun and do the things that I love to do because this bitch fucking loves to get cute and go out and take shots and bop around to all the bars and say hi to everyone I know and dance and like be silly and come yeah. home at 2 a.m. I love to do that sometimes. Yeah, so like why to say you're never going to do that? That'd be horrible. I'm not, and I'm not, right? I'm not I'm not saying that. But it's like okay, how do I incorporate that into a way that's also supportive of my long-term health goals? Yeah. I have to figure out the best way. So what I'm kind of doing <clears throat> right now is just a huge cost and benefit analysis every time an opportunity comes up where I'm like is this worth it i'm glad you guys can see Haley's face now <laughs> because she hears me talk about myself and she just <laughs> you can say i'm what just like in a wow like i am like so, like i do i have like any thoughts like sometimes i think like <laughs> when you tell me what you think i'm like i must just be like I don't know, like just air up there going around. No, I think that that's probably a much <laughs> better place to be than the bee's nest that is my existence. But I want not to segue, but I don't want to sound like a Bambi-eyed bitch, but like <laughs> I just don't have these like 
I don't know. I just don't think about myself that that intensely. Okay. Which maybe well, one day I will. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. think. Right. I think I've been like this most of my life. But anyway. <laughs> you too. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. So. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out a balance. That's that's all I'm, I'm trying to figure out. So word. I'm just going to do a cost benefit analysis <laughs> and understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a spreadsheet. <laughs> There's gonna be a formula. No, I'm I'm just gonna like understand is it worth it? Was it worth it? Is it worth knowing that I'm, you know, not But like how do you know what if it was gonna worth feel it? great? If like there what is like the I'll give you an example. Result. I'll give you an example. Yeah. I'll give you an example. I'm going to Houston in a couple weeks for a wedding for Charlie's cousin his family so we're traveling together um this will be like our my first time like traveling with his family we're going to another wedding later in the year in Arkansas but like this will be the first time I I haven't like I haven't celebrated anything this year as and with alcohol I haven't used that as any like celebratory substance and I think that it sounds like it'll be a perfect time to fucking get drunk. Throw it back. Yeah. You're going to get a yeah. headache, though. I know. <laughs> but that's the thing is that I – it's going to be worth – it's going to be worth it to have this experience that the I want to have. Cost, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. And, you know, right. that's that. Well, we shall see. So I'll keep you updated. But I really liked your segue with Bambi Eyed Bitch because we've got to talk about fucking. We do. What's really important fin- here? <laughs> what's really important here, and the only when I th- talk about thoughts, the it's truly the only thoughts in my head that I'm having. That's probably why I have none about myself. I'm just constantly thinking about Vanderpump Rules. The chokehold it has on me is. Me too. I'm. I am leaning all the way in with. Fearless joy and abundance for the fucking whole thing of it. I don't care what anyone says if they think that they have better things to do. I don't care. I'm leaning in. (laughs) Not me. Definitely not me. I have nothing better to do. This is right now the highlight. My personality. That's who I am. Just just a spectator. And you know what? I feel like that's such a beautiful place to be. I'm so grateful that honestly the worst problem in my life that I'm really like thinking about is this scandal that doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah, it's me. I'm in a good spot. I'm in a good spot. Mentally Um, doing well, both of us. Okay, so, oh my God. I watched it a second time and I... Took notes. I have like a full page of notes on my phone. Good. So you can lead us through. Yes. So I can lead us through. Okay. So we're going to be recapping. This is a full, full ass start to finish recap of the season finale of Vanderpump Rules. What was the title called? Yay Scandaval or something? No, I think it was just, was it hashtag Scandaval? Yeah. Okay. Before we start, let's just really get it out there quickly that Bravo is doing a superb job at all of this the reunions the teasing information when they do the finale in general like this is 
this is good art. Yeah, whoever's in charge. Whoever is in charge charge for a long time. Damn, they are like the fucking puppet master of us. (laughs) They're they're like, they're like, we are weaving this story so intensely that it is permeating every part of your life. And we are giving you exactly what we want to give you when we give you at prescribed increments of time like everything is just calculated you know it and it's so fun yes agreed okay so this episode starts out with sandoval it's like you know the scene that the producers are like okay are you guys ready to talk about this and it's ariana and tom side by side and they're both like no that's like the beginning scene and then ariana like says her piece like they do that whole montage of uh, like him, her being at his show at Tom Tom, and she's like partying. And there's like her with the cell phone in her lap, and like all this footage that they have, like amazing Bravo. That's from someone's phone. Insane. And never ever knowing that it was going to be filmed for the show. And she, you know, says that she finds the FaceTime of Raquel and Sandoval in his photos because she had like a woman's intuition which i think we all know exactly what the fuck that is so he starts out saying he would normally delete something like like his excuse for this is that he would normally delete something like that but because you know that this is happening all the time the level of attention that this man has to give to his cell phone. Unbelievable. To, to, to let a lie go on that deeply, because remember she said also that she would ask to see his phone and he always came to her with a clean slate. He knew he was going to have to be like on top of it to have that phone clean because as Kristen said, he is the best liar in LA. Like this guy is Ew, I don't know. I literally could never even ask that man a question. But even before this, <laughs> I thought he was such a loser, but keep going. Such a loser. No, that's all I'm saying. That's all the point that I'm making is that he's been a loser. Like, oh, he's yeah. been doing this for so long in every single relationship. Like, who, at the end of the day, like, who cares if Raquel and Tom are together? They're not together. Worth it? Not worth it? Like I think they should be is, together. Yeah, because he'll do the same exact thing again, and then like, like it'll just never end. Yeah, like let them be. It's weird. Let them right because who cares? Because like they're going to be so miserable. Because at the end of the day, they're doomed because they, they are doomed they as individuals. Now. I wrote that down because as he was saying that, he was just like, oh, just, uh, I would normally delete something like that. But it was like such a busy day. I'm like, you are such a fucking loser. You are a loser. So you're Listen justifying that you normally delete it? Mm-hmm. Make yeah. that make sense. Why are you even speaking? Just shut up. He starts the episode how he finishes the episode was like this air of, he would be like, there's no excuse for this, but here, let me give you 100 trillion pull out of my ass excuses that I could possibly give you. My favorite one being, it seemed like she didn't want to know. Yeah. That was (laughs) probably the craziest line I've ever heard. 
she just could have followed me. He said, and she he was just giving me this feeling that she didn't want a vibe. To know. She was giving me a vibe that I that she just didn't want to know. Okay. That my nine year long partnership who I own a house with and say that I love is giving you a vibe. The next scene was well, I wrote down just there were so many rainy shots of L.A. Like this was such a rainy period of time. And you never see rainy shots of L.A. Yeah. And I because think every reality show because is like, like it's crazy. Yeah, because you remember, yeah, it was like record breaking rain. But it just made me think when I was watching this that LA is fucking ugly in the rain because every place is ugly in the rain. Yeah. Like it, it was like when we were here and everything's ugly, it's just so easy to be thinking that there are other places that are so much beautiful and better than yours. But just put the fucking rain in LA and it looks like any old Midwestern city that's rainy. Like, yeah. The palm trees, but like you know, it's just like ugly. Yeah, that's a thought. That Imagine I how Ariana felt. She was like, "Wow, it never rains," and now look, pouring. Do you think that? Do you think that would be a blessing or a curse? Well, I think it's a blessing because it's like yeah. washing away her past. Yeah, and I think that I would like in this situation the weather to match my mood. Because you don't want to like be sunny when you're depressed. Like, (laughs) turn that down, please. Thank you. We're trying to cry. Yeah. So So it was good. It was sitting. Oh, I made a note. Like the first opening scene where Ariana's just sitting on the couch and like her friend is there with her, and you can tell she's just like zoned out. Like they are filming this. It was just two days after she found out. Like she is in super like trauma like in the fucking center of it yeah and you could just like see how numb she was like I felt like like her whole energy when she was like sitting on the couch and then even when she was having that long conversation that she did with Tom like the first scene where she was saying like you just like got a little bit of money you got a little band you got a little bar. Like, she's talking to him like that. That scene. Yeah. She is, like, so, like, dialed in and calm. Where it's, like, almost like this, like, deathly, like, like razor calmness about her. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is just, like, such this trauma response of, like, yeah. you, you, like, have to, I don't know. It's just, like. Everything, I think it's super clear. Yeah, I totally. But you then don't remember any of it. But then you don't remember any of it. (laughs) Yeah, like that's like totally like a blackout to her. And then. Yeah, I bet. You can just tell like when she, like a couple days later, when you can just tell she's, it's like really setting in. Yeah. Yeah. She was, I could just tell that she was really. I could I could feel like the hurt from her. It almost felt like indecent to be watching because it, it is such a private, vulnerable, intense conversation. Yeah. Between two people that we almost shouldn't but she have said eyes were, on it. She said they weren't even filming. She said that she called them to be like, 
no, this need you need to see this. They weren't even filming. Right, right. They picked back film. They yeah, filming up just for she, this. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "I this needs to be like documented." I mean, come on. Her PR was like, "Bitch, we are. Let's get it. Let's get this ten percent." Okay. She's literally <laughs> got it. More. How many talk shows? She the New York Times wrote about her. Like the New York Times wrote about her. Dude, it's insane. Like her PR was like, yes, fuck Tom, get this money. You're definitely going to own your own house. Queens get the money. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I love it. Love to see it. The excuse that he kept using over and over and over again, the I didn't want to hurt you excuse. Well, that's weird to say. I can, How I cannot believe what's coming out of his mouth. I cannot believe that he's not running this by anyone. And people are like, you can't fucking say this shit if you want to look. But like that, this is why it's so real because that is, that is how he is. He doesn't run shit. anything by anyone in no. any capacity. And it shows. Very obvious. He's never run anything by anyone. Yikes! He I really, he could really. He's speak forty that. years old. He yeah, yes, <laughs> he's forty years old, and this is happening to him. Like he did not take care of himself in any sense or shape of the word. Ew! Because I can see this happening when you're in your twenties, or you. And this takes like, hey, this is a big moment, and this turns your life around, and you like get yourself on track, and you like. Well, turn your new this is over. an unpopular opinion, but. We got to remember how Ariana and Tom got together in the first place. Yeah. So he didn't That's what learn, I'm saying. He's he didn't been, learn his he's been lesson. Dirty. No, he's been dirty dogging <laughs> for a long time. He did not learn his lesson at all. And that was not the first time he cheated on Ariana. Let's be real. No. No, that's what I'm, no, that's what I'm saying. I think the He's first saying. time you cheat is with the bestie. No, that's like you're like really trying to level up and like you're really trying to catch that high at that point. He like, he ooh. is really looking for it. He is looking for that. We know connection. he does every drug under the sun. Let's be fucking real. He drinks like yep. crazy. He owns a bar. Yep. He's in a band. He's like, how much more can you do? You know, like. Where else can your highs come from? Oh, you have to fuck the best friend. Got it. That's yeah. the type of dude you are. Yes. Yeah. Die yes. It's nuts. Unchecked. That's just unchecked person not taking care of their own shit and hurting everyone in their wake. And that's and just what like, happened. Like, we're not going I to I didn't want to hurt her. We're not going to go to hell. I'm sorry. Hell was actually created for you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, I can't believe she that said was a, that. Yeah. They were, she was like, I don't think that we're going to go to hell. Well, honey, it's not up to you. Thank God. <laughs> it's not up to you. <laughs> No, oh she, yeah, they're cheersing. They're doing this dorky ass fucking cheers. Like they're so lame on screen. I can't even like those two in scene together. Zero star power. I am recoiling. Their energy is bananas. Ew, it's literally so 
cringe. Like, on a screen just watching her smile, my stomach's turning over. She's oh giddy. God. She's giggly. She might be laughing. the most hated woman in America, like, to ever exist, possibly. Think about I, who, I just, who's more hated I just than feel, her. I just feel so bad. I, I feel too She a should do a risk bit. and cost analysis. She should do that and see what the fuck her results are. I'm feeling a little bit bad that we haven't heard from her and we don't know what's going on and we're throwing out a lot of hate. Mm. I don't want to be on the wrong side of history and we're not getting a full story because who knows with we I just you just don't know. So I feel a little bit bad spewing hate at her, but yeah. She wanted to be on the show really bad. I know. So, well, there you go. You're the star. You're literally the star. (laughs) Oh, God. I hope someone 50 years from now writes like a whole screenplay or book about this time period. It won't be be Rachel. She definitely can't write a book. (laughs) No. Like someone, a a third party who's not involved would would, would write it. Um. Yeah, I just wrote, all he wants is a fan. Like, he is just looking for validation. And he keeps saying this connection that he just cannot find within himself. He has no connection to himself whatsoever. So he needs a a complete all external validation. He has nothing inside of him to cling to. The fact that he thinks anyone can connect with her is insane. She's literally been a, she's a pageant robot, bitch. Like, she's not real. She's just like, oh my God, it's like hard to, like you said, it's literally hard to watch. She's very hard to watch. Yikes. Oh, I just like needed a moment for this scene when he's talking about being good friends with Raquel and she, and she's like, I don't care about your friendship with Raquel. Your friendship with Raquel is bullshit. And he goes, no, it's not. It's not bullshit. It's a connection. And she, like, slams her hands down, and she's just like, I don't give a fuck about Raquel. Like, like screams that. Well, that was, like, yeah, the only like, time she freaked out in that whole conversation. The only time she freaked – okay, the only time she freaked out. Oh, and then she was saying – he was giving all these excuses. He was just like, excuse, excuse, excuse. And she goes, so you had to fuck my friend. Yeah. So – you were feeling really bad about yourself, so you had to fuck my friend. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, so you, you didn't want to hurt me, so you had to fuck my friend. <laughs> it was just like, she was just going off, and it was so funny. She Her performance was yeah, A+. plus. Yeah, she's going to go on to do great things. Truly, I loved that. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, and then he just kept saying... It's not that easy. It's not that easy to break up with her. Where everyone's like, why didn't you just break up with her? Why didn't you just break up with her? Like, that is obviously the adult fucking thing to do. Like, the thing we should be taking here from the most is truly just how stunted of a man Tom Sandoval is. And as a cautionary tale to take care of your shit because you will end up like a Tom Sandoval. I'm going to use this as a parable when I tell my children bedtime stories. 
about the kind of person that you don't want to be. You do not want to end up as a Tom Sandoval. No. You have to deal with your shit. Yeah, while it's while it's happening. While it's happening. Oh, yeah, he's cuz he's definitely he's still not going to deal with it. I can already tell. He's just going to be worse than ever, I think. How many time will tell? Mm. Uh, I love when she said, any last words? And she's like, before we never speak again. And I, I just like got this this energy from her that she was never going to speak to him again. And she didn't. She didn't. But she just wanted to get this filmed and like have, I don't know, the filming of it. So... It was like, let's get through this because then I'm never speaking to you again. No, I'm sure they speak now. They still live in the same house. She said they don't. On Watch What Happens Live, she said they have zero contact. But how do they live together? I don't know if they do. I don't know if, if we know that to be true. But she said they have zero contact. Because I saw an interview and it was like Tom's still living at the house, right? And that was on The View. And she was like, yeah. And the, all the view women were like, well, if you need us to come over and make it really uncomfortable for him, we'll do that. And she was like, oh, like, you know, my me, my friends do that. And I'm like, well, they I know that they must have like some contact if they live together. I don't know. Yeah. you. But you would think. But I guess you could avoid. I don't know. Oh my God, Wait, what like- happened on The View? How was her interview? I haven't watched her anywhere else. How is she interviewing? Really well. Yeah, she seems like whatever medication she's on is working. It's great. I would you need think to she's on medication? Some, I mean, some type of, like, she's just so calm. Like, she's just like, yeah. Well, maybe she's also already at the point where she can see that this is so much better for her. Yeah, and like, fuck yeah. Because I would, if that happened to me, I would be mostly relieved that you have shown me who you really are that there is like, uh, yeah, goodbye. No tr- like, like- I, I don't feel, I don't feel bad about this. Of course she is going to miss him and miss their good times. And that's going to be really, really hard. But at least for me, the thought of being someone who's capable of doing this to me and I don't know about it, I would just want the light to be shown. And then once the light was shown, no matter how much Absolutely. you lost, you're like, thank God the fucking light's on. Absolutely. So maybe she's really, truly doing great. <laughs> like I think she's so. just like thriving. I think so too. She literally she's, has like, yeah. She- so many brand partnerships, Bloomingdale's, um, that Uber One commercial that was insanely bizarre. Did you watch that? No. So I watched it live on YouTube TV. Okay. There was an Uber One commercial with Lala, Sheena, and Ariana. And they do this little skit where they're singing Good as Gold, Sheena's oh song God. about Uber One. And it is like they are so audio great. tune is truly a magnificent thing. And I would love to hear what I would sound like on audio tune. Okay. Or is that what it's called? I have no idea. Voice tuner? Auto tune. Oh my God. <laughs> I was, I, was, I was trying to say voice tuner with, like, the fa- the Photoshop. Oh, my God. I love Insane. it. Um, how do you feel about Schwartz? 
How do you feel about Schwartzy? I think Schwartz and Tom just need to come out as one, as a couple, and then they can, like, they can still, like, be with these little hoes and stuff, but they are, like, they're, yeah. they're one. They yeah. need to be together, and which we were fine with. Well, I think, we I think that they, I think that they are together, like, Everyone knows, and not in a sexual way. I don't think they're sexual, though. I think that their relationship is like maybe I don't know, not a sexual level. I really, I don't like suspect that from Schwartz as much as I feel like Tom is ev- like he could be any, like he could be anything. You know what I mean? Like we don't really know who he is. So I just feel like their relationship is just so telling because Schwartz literally like gave up his marriage for it he yeah like they both kind of put anything aside except each other yeah totally it's very interesting I I, but but Schwartz has it going for him that he has this perplexing and unique kind of charm like he easily charms the audience, even when he's doing shit that you're like, damn it, you're always like, oh, sure. Because he's so like, like he's too dumb to manipulate you. So you feel but, like, oh, okay, I can trust him because he's a little stupid, you know, he's moldable. And he's so cute. Don't you think he's so cute? Yeah, he's, he's like cute. adorable, like a little puppy. But yeah, but that's also what makes me like annoyed by him too, because it's like Sandoval is totally his puppet master. And I hate to see that. Another person who's just being like kind of run by a shitty person. That's what I believe. Like Sandoval couldn't do half the things without Schwartz because Schwartz adds that what you were just talking about. Sandoval's way too like edgy and abrupt on his own. He needs Schwartz to... Tom, Tom like Tom and Tom yeah. like oh well they're you know like if Schwartz is his best friend he must be a nice guy but like Sandoval on his own it looks like a like no one would deal with you you look like a like a creepy like Las Vegas like shifty guy who's just like in the casino I don't know he just gives yeah. me always so he needs Schwartz in all those senses you were just talking about yeah so. No, I see what you're saying. That's mine. But yeah, Schwartz, it's it's difficult for me to say it, but I am just, yeah, I'm, I don't like Schwartz. I feel like I want to love him for some reason, but yeah. I don't. I can't. Tom's fake fucking crying. I would have, this would have been me. 911. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I have a, a psycho being psycho in my home thank you that's what the fuck I, you want to act me too i'm calling the police i'm calling the like you're gonna have to call me an ambulance to take me to the hospital dude and then it lisa was... telling him he's not a bad person i i was like lisa shut up he is a bad. i person. know i get what I get what everyone's saying. Lisa Vanderpump has a very specific type of role on the show. And she really like, first and foremost, Lisa Vanderpump is for the show. So, so I think that she knows that she can't totally 
go to one side or the other. But I'm interested to see the reunion. I feel like, okay, for me to say I'm interested to see the reunion is the biggest understatement of the year. (laughs) So I thought that I saw that Lisa and Ariana kind of like got into like a little bit of like a spat. A little tiff? Yeah, no. because they're kind of calling her out on being like, you told Schwartz that I can't be friends with anyone who's friends with Sandoval. And Lisa is still kind of like talking to him. So does it apply to Lisa? And I thought that I saw Ariana go like, like if Lisa knows what's good for her or something like like that. Yikes. Yeah, she doesn't. Lisa doesn't care about any of that shit. So. I heard oh, a rumor. Hell no, that is not. I heard a rumor that Ariana's pre- or that Raquel's pregnant. Oh my god, yes. By <laughs> but by who? It could be. Anyone. I mean, one would is, if 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 she's pregnant, then I will know that there is some extra outside force that controls our all of our matrix environment and like is playing around just wants to really fuck with us. If yeah. she's pregnant. Like oh, I this. Love that. It will have gone to a whole new level of insanity for me. She'll get a spin-off. I will <laughs> She'll have a fi- like Then I will know that we are all bamboozled <laughs> and this was all a play by Bravo all along and I just got sucked in. And they deserve an award. <laughs> Truly, because I'm not mad. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not mad either. Okay, let me see what else we've got to we've got to start to wrap. Okay, what do you think about Sheena punching her? Great, that's good work. That's do you think that she start. punched her? What did she? What did you think of her like whole entire judicial legal analysis of how she can't form fists? How it's scientifically impossible. Well, it was her punch. thumb first of all. <laughs> no, the th- see the thumb. It was like that in her. Oh. So she went like that. So she punched her. Yeah. But she was trying to say she did. Oh, that (laughs) shit. I would be like, I punched that bitch. Well, she had like an open case up against her. So she can't be saying anything. An open case. Okay, I get an M3. Whatever. It's fucking Rachel. Let's get that bitch. I would be like, sorry. I did that shit. You can see. Well, I think that you heard Sandoval said that um, they were on the phone and someone was on speakerphone and they heard Sheena say, I punched her. Yeah. And and I believe that Sheena would do that. As she should. Sheena went hard for Raquel. I know. Wow. I could see how you might want to punch her. She was like hyping Raquel up to make out with Schwartz at her wedding. I know. Yikes. She feels... I, this lucky whole she season, did was punch her. One. This whole season, <laughs> all I've been able to think about is how shitty Sheena must feel. How betrayed Sheena must feel as a person. Like, it's almost... It's not, but it's like a similar level of betrayal that Ariana had from Tom. That, that, that Rachel did to Sheena. Yeah. 
Yeah, because Sheena, like, brought her into, like, like she made everyone else like her and be like, Yeah. She what about their like, camping trip? What about their family they, camping trip? They wouldn't even, anytime anyone started to even remotely say something bad about Raquel, she would be like, okay, we're not going to go there. Okay, no, she's a really nice girl. Like, they defended her, like, every single fucking time. I know, dude. Oh, I would be, yeah, she's lucky all she did was punch her. And it wasn't even that bad, okay? You got the acrylic to the... Like, you could have had a whole situation, Raquel. Relax. Yeah, I know. You should have had your shit rocked many times. I know. The way she would be talking to Katie, like, oh, well, when they were at that dinner a while ago, and she was, like, talking about making out with Schwartz and saying, like, oh, well, he's not respecting your boundaries. She's like, you aren't either. I would have punched the bitch then. What are you talking about? Oh my God. The episode, bef- that whole Ooh. conversation with Raquel talking to Katie and her rolling her eyes at Katie's mom and like that whole I insane wanted to physically harm her. And then when so she followed badly. them out there, she followed the Katie. urge to smack a bitch. Oh my. Literally would she have been followed- like, Tom, help me get her in the dumpster now. <laughs> I could not believe it. I could not believe she was so just wanting a storyline so bad, wanting to like be relevant so bad that she's just acting like an idiot. She's like, hey, um, I'm just coming so, back outside like for more. Like, to, yeah. do you guys want yeah. more of me? No. Nobody no. wants you, bitch. Stop. No, <laughs> no I know. So Sheena, yeah, okay, punching her. Um, we've talked about this. I, I just like have to comment on how much of the, a child that Raquel sounds like. Another reason why I'm like feeling a little bit bad about going in on the hate for her because she, I think, has the emotional capacity of like an 18 year old. Oh, for sure. Because. She on her confessionals saying like I've never like I've never had sex like that before like she's like oh my god like I never had sex with someone who I liked as a as a good person I'm like what, what? <laughs> you're 28 <laughs> years old and you've never had that experience but and also now- good person where you think you think Tom is a good person. That she, like, liked as a friend. She never had sex with someone that she liked that much as a friend. It tells me that she would literally just use men. Like, sex was not a means of, like, connection or, like, companionship. It was, like, a means to an end. Like, she would use sex to do get something. I yeah, mean, a lot which of people is do it. fine when you don't do it with your best friend's, like, husband, basically. Do that shit on your own time, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's just so many things that just, she's just such a not intelligent person. Again, why I like kind of feel bad. Yeah. But that's also why she's probably, none of this is like, it's all just hitting her on the head and bouncing off. She's not. I'll just say that, I mean, obviously for my own conscience and my own karma that I just have to say that I hope that she is getting the help that she needs 
and that she can truly like learn and grow and heal from this and she can move past this and and go on to not continue to hurt other people because she hasn't dealt with her own stuff. That's what I hope for her. I suggest a lobotomy <laughs> for her. That would be the first step to start over. Oh my God. But yeah, um, agreed. Okay, really quick. Hate, hate, hate with a capital H the scene with the ex-girlfriend Kristen and Ariana and they're like ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Life is beautiful. So slay we must. Like I Oh my God, I literally thought that that was like a dream I had. That really happened. Yes. That was part of this finale. They had a whole burning Oh yeah she she wrote down self love. And she says like pish posh. Don't think about me. I'm like who in their vocabulary is pulling pish posh. And out she of. said, if anything, I was so happy when you took him off my hands. I just couldn't <laughs> with that scene. I, I like, I'm glad that they put it in there. So they gave us something to talk about, but it was, I was like, oh, this God. is why you should never be a side bitch. Just going to say that I'm not blaming anyone here. I'm just saying it's not good. To start out your no. relationships that way, because if you decide, no. you might be the side again. So, right, and that's exactly what she says yeah. to him. Her one shining moment of intelligence. She says, "If you're capable of doing this to someone you love, how do I know you won't be capable of doing it to me?" <gasps> well, Rachel, you don't know that. <laughs> that's what he does. This is like. Yeah, this is who he is. His fake panic attack at Lisa's. I don't care what anyone says. That shit is fake. That was not a real panic attack. I oh. don't. I don't care what you have to say. I don't care what evidence you. But I would have acted like it was real too. It was fake and called nine one one. And I would have said, "Oh, you want to act? <laughs> sure, nine one one. Here we go. Get out. Uh, that's it. For- I don't know. And, and, yeah, that's it. Really, just so much." childish behavior childish behavior did you have anything else you wanted to say about it i can't wait until the until the um reunion part one i hope they drag this shit out for another two months give me a little bit of footage give me a little extra footage give me a behind the scenes footage give me the just the audio like just yeah. give me everything that you can yeah, like if I, could, last. if I could taste it i would like if i make, could have one more scent if i could rub it as like an oil onto my skin i would like put on my all my food as like a sauce yes oh my god i would dip it literally just keep drinking the- bathe in it Drinking the Kool-Aid forever. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you guys like Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> yeah, because we'll, we're coming at you. Um, we won't stop until Did they- you have – no, did you have any other high no- high thoughts? I just have one really quick thing. I have, okay. I have a lot of good high notes for next time, but I think we should um, wrap it up. But just really quickly, mm-hmm. I need to know, have you ever fake talked on the phone? Uh. No, not that I can remember because now when you do that, it's like nearly impossible, right? Because like, do you know what I mean? But no, not recently. Why have you? 
Yeah. Okay. I do. I've done it before, but I can't get, I can't think of an example. Yeah. Like, was it like you just couldn't, like you had to like pretend you. Oh, I know. I was in my car and I just wanted to sit in my car and like be by myself for a minute. Okay. And my neighbor person was like getting out of his car yeah. and he, I thought he was like going to st- like, he was going to wait for me to get out of my car so he could say something to me. And I just did not want to talk to him. So I had my phone and I was like, one second. Oh, love that. And then I would like pretend talked. Well, yeah, the speakerphone is a good one because you could always be like pulled up on another screen. But I feel like once you yeah. try to do this, they're like, we can. Well, no, you just, yeah, you just can't let that happen. You'd have to. I know, but God, that's like, that would probably happen yeah. to me. Okay, I yeah. have, um, I'll save a couple of these for next time as well. But I just wanted to tell everyone I'm no longer allergic to avocados. Uh, what? Yep, I had avocado toast today and yesterday. So maybe it wasn't the avocado then. I just think that that avocado either had like glass or like poison in it. So I don't know what happened. Do you think it could be too like a stress response? Your body just having like a stress response to moving? I mean, it's definitely something in that sandwich activated it. But yes, it could have been all of that in combination. But the other thing that's interesting is when I did take the steroid, it like, like I was good and within five days. So I don't know. Um, and my toenail, I'm doing okay. It's not there anymore, but we're going to move on and get a new one. So (laughs) yeah. Did it fall off or did you have to pull it off? I took it off, but it didn't hurt at all. It was completely done. So I made sure like the whole, you know, it's, it's healed. It's just, we need a new toenail now. Okay. Okay. I'm glad to hear. So I just want to give you those little updates. Well, that's perfect. I, I'm happy about that. Um, okay. Well then we can wrap it up really quick. I, uh, have one quick announcement. What's June 10th, Saturday, June 10th. There is a workout for wishes happening. I'm on the board of make a wish and our big annual fundraiser is Workout for Wishes, June 10th. It's at the OTR Stillhouse. I'm going to link the um, site to buy tickets. 100% of the proceeds go to Make-A-Wish, granting wishes for children with critical illnesses in the like tri-state area, in the Ohio, nice. Northern Kentucky, Indiana area. So local kids. It'll be really fun. It'll be a 45-minute body weight workout. We'll have some food. We'll have a lot of cool raffle prizes. So like mm-hmm. gift card to Me Active, a gift card to Lita Ruth, a facial from Lunar Beauty Bar, wow. like 10 class pack to Shred 415, 10 class pack to a yoga place. Just really good prizes to win. So did you help them get all those donations? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's kind of the sweet spot for me on yeah. the board and it makes me really feel like really I'm shine. In, a, in a meaningful way and that's, that's so nice. important to me. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, come out and support. It'll just be a fun day and uh, hopefully the weather's great and it'll just be a nice a nice time. You should so raffle off a, a ticket. You should raffle off a guest spot on this um, episode, uh, this little segment. <laughs> 
Oh my god! I'm on high on the hill. <laughs> like, no thanks. <laughs> no, that actually could be fun. I don't know that if people would, be would cute. want that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't know. Just, I think it's a great idea. Something you can raffle off, like just a, a day with Christelle. I could do a styling session in the closet. Oh, true. That would be that. Should a I do that? One. Yeah, you should do that. Okay. That would, that would be really nice. Okay, I'll do it. Um, all right. Well, I, I love you very you. much, girly. This was such a good catch up. I love you. And we can't wait to hear more about New York. I feel like each time we'll just have a little bit more of a better update and let us know if you're doing anything like really fun or bitchy or um, I cool have been, but that's like a whole like, other episode. We'll have to do a New York update. This was I Vanderpump. Know. This was like, you know, we need. Okay. To this okay. Off. Well, let's. I think that we will just get you on more regularly than once a month if, okay. if it allows because of like course. we need the New York update really soon. I know that I do and I know that I know because summer in New York is dying. like starting so stuff is getting fun. Yeah. I can't wait to hear about all the wild and crazy stories. Okay. I know. Listeners, thank you for listening. Uh-huh. Share this. Uh, rate, review. Love you very much. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.